welcoming on to the Let's Talk Autism Teacup Editions. That means five minutes, drink a cup of tea, listen to an episode. And I'm so excited because um, this is the first one. Christelle, you're excited, didn't you? Super. <laughs> you need to speak a bit faster than that, Christelle, because you've only got five minutes. And Super, 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 super excited. <laughs> and to kick things off, we have got the one, the only Shane Stoley. Hi everyone, I'm Shane from Shane's Autism and ADHD Journey. We are so, so hyped to have you back. I know it's only five minutes, but still, and I know I'm going to waffle on and on. But Shane, tell us a little bit. Do you know what I've just figured out? And Christelle, you might say I'm being wrong here. But Shane, last time, did you speak much about ADHD? Um, no, because I can't even remember if I was diagnosed with it or not. Um, I was diagnosed with it, like, I think a year or two ago. Oh, um, quite recently. But, like, but, yeah, when I was diagnosed with it, the assessor, let's just say I was high on the diagnostic um, scale. I was quite mm. high on it, um, mm. on all of them, actually. It comes in three parts, inattentiveness, hyperactivity, and... There was another one as well, but I can't remember which one it what what it is. God, quite high on all of them, as in like even nines or tens on all of them. And it's quite a lot of information to take in all at once, isn't it? Oh, it certainly is. Yeah, mm. that's what I mean. Yeah, it certainly is a lot of information. And if I'm being quite honest, my ADHD it does affect me more than my autism because the ADHD often don't make me do things that um basically. Um, annoys me autism brain. Yeah, because the two running alongside each other. Now, before when we spoke, you didn't know about the ADHD. Was it something that you did know, or did how did it come about that you went for an ADHD diagnosis? It's something that um so basically um after I'd applied for my autism assessment, I then started finding out more about ADHD. And that's when I was worried that I'd applied for the wrong assessment. But mm. I was possibly ADHD, not autistic, but it turned out um, I'm both, so yeah. And wow. sorry, um, might seem like a silly question, but how do you separate the two? Because to, to me, that sounds, you know, so wild. Like, how do you, how do, can you tell the difference? Okay, this is the autism and now this is the ADHD. Um, I mean, the thing is, for traits do interlink. However, the thing, the thing is, may, um, I don't know if it's but I can't, my ADHD wants to be spontaneous. It wants to basically do things on like a whim, whereas my autism wants things to be more scheduled, wants things to be basically routine, okay. settled and stuff. Right. Obviously, my ADHD uh, makes that very difficult. And yeah. how was it received, Shane, by family and friends? You've, uh, I gather you've told people. Did uh, Have they been once you've told them? Very accepting and they weren't surprised, most of them. They weren't yeah. surprised at all. And did they offer you, like, what's been the follow-up since your diagnosis? Have they offered you, like, medication or any sort of therapy strategies? Or how has the support been? Um, the thing is, um, so they did offer me, like, a road to medication. However, the thing is, I had to do it all. Like, I mean, I had to do all the paper, medica- me- um You had to basically fill in, like, a load of medical information. And by yourself, and you had to do it like every month or so. And the thing is, I'm not really, I don't really have capacity to handle my own medical affairs. And my dad doesn't really know how to do that kind of thing either. So mm. I figured he was after help doing so. But now I've been apparently been discharged from the medica- medical med- medication team, um, ADHD medication team. So I don't know what's going to go on then there. But 
yeah, it's just a big mess at the moment. So, you know, how, how do you I feel, feel about it all? Neglected. Mm. I feel as if I'm being neglected by social services, by council, by the government, by basically everyone who's meant to be basically helping me and providing, like, I mean, thinking the dad's doing what he can, however, he's 77. And mm. they're not where, and social services have said in these ways, we're not going to do anything until your dad's dead. Oh, my goodness. That's what I mean. The spot needs to be in place for before then. Yeah. yeah. Not social services are just not bothering until my dad's dead. I got what said. They actually said that to my face and it set me off a lot. Yeah, I bet. Mm. I'm really sorry, Shane. That's absolutely horrific. Is there anyone else that, have you got anybody else like sort of helping you and your dad fight this? Um, me, I've got a support worker from Cat, from Cat Zero. It's a development group I was part of in 2015. They are supposed, well, I mean, they're supposed to be working with, like, they can work with past participants, but things are kind of going above and beyond from what they're meant to be doing. And don't yeah. forget, they've got their, like, own clients to take care of as well. Mm. So, I mean, the thing is, they're having to pick up the pieces where other services are supposed to be doing so. It's yeah. just basically wrong. Well, Shane, we, we wish you the very best of luck. Please do keep in touch. We love having you on. Yeah, um, and yeah. to say that I have released a book, Fab, where I've released a new book. Oh. It's my first ever horror book. Oh. oh, what's it called? It's called SOS School of Slashing. Just say, I hope, I hope everyone's back to school experience is a lot better than in the book. Oh. <laughs> Okay, but we wish you the very best of luck and um, especially with the book and keep writing and we'll catch up with you very soon. That'll be amazing. Thanks so much, guys, for having me on again.